Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. As always, thanks for listening, sharing, and uh, all the interaction. I've been getting on social media, all my platforms. Um, I told you guys uh, in the last episode that I posted yesterday that uh, I'll be putting out a few more episodes this week just due to the, uh, the events that took place last weekend in Florida and Georgia. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of good stuff happened last weekend. There's a lot of people I'd like to talk to. Uh, starting to get a few of them now. Uh, today's guest, uh, Casey Reed, uh, he just got done competing at the 10. Uh, you should know him by now. He's becoming, you know, quite a name in the, in the kayak tournament scene. Um, but yeah, he just came on the show, you know, shared his experience, you know, competing down at the 10. Um, you know, didn't get the results he wanted, but, you know, he'll tell you that it was, it was still an amazing thing that he he was proud to be part of. So, uh, I had a great time talking to him. I think, I, you know, he is one of the best anglers in the country as far as I'm concerned. Um, real down to earth guy, real easy to talk to. And I'm lucky I was able to get on the show twice. It's such a short period of time. Uh, I, I just, I thought like I just had him on a few weeks ago. So, uh, it was an honor to talk to him again. Um, and hear what's coming, coming up for him in the near future. Uh, but yeah, other than that, nothing really new going on. Uh, gotta do me a favor. Uh, check out my friend Bam. Uh, he's on a social, he's on Instagram. Not sure what his uh his uh tag is or whatever, but uh, he runs uh Guru Fishing Rods, which is a supporter of the show. Um, he's getting ready to do some big things. Uh, you know, I'm probably gonna talk to him at the end of the month, and we get you know we got some things coming down the pipe. So uh, do me a favor. Uh, go to, I think it's at Guru Fishing Rods on Instagram, and uh, maybe go to the website, check out, see if there's anything that you like. But uh, yeah, nothing, nothing new. Uh, probably put another podcast, another episode uh, tomorrow or Friday. Uh, and it looks like I got some people coming on this weekend. A few, a few anglers going to have some time to talk this weekend. So uh, just be on the lookout. A lot of episodes coming out pretty soon. So you know, as always, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, what's up, Casey? Welcome back to the show. How are we doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Good, man. You uh, you feel rested? It seems like you were working your ass off quite a bit the last last week, last weekend. Yeah, last weekend it, it was a long week. Um, but but yeah, I finally caught up on the sleep and um, and you know back in the routine of things for now. Nice, nice. Well, the reason you're on the show is because of the ten, the Invitational. That whole weekend, uh, you know, KBF did a really good job. You know, with with the tech, with the things they had to like, they really like give us like you know for us to follow the, the tournament like you know they're using uh, drones and they're they're out in the water following. So it was almost like watching a real sporting event. Like there's still some work that's got to be done, but you can see that they're going in the right direction. And it was it, I had a blast following the uh, the tournament this weekend. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I saw like they had the the live drone footage, and um you know like I had. Uh, Scott like messaging me during the day and all the other anglers as well asking us for little short clips of like just updates of how our days are going and then those would get posted to social media so I mean that was really cool I think you know being able to do that 
And, you know, it doesn't take much time when we're moving spots or something, you know, it's not like we got to stop fishing to do it. So like, you know, when I was, I had a long way to go to move spots. So I just got out the video and, and, you know, gave a little recap update of how the day was going and, and sent it over to him. And then it was, you know, posted, uh, you know, within the next 30 minutes and people got to see from KBF that kind of live update of everybody and how they're, how they're doing throughout the event. Yeah. And you can, you can tell like, you know, as the years go and they keep doing these things, it's only going to get better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for it, man. Like the, it, it, this event was unlike anything else and and to be able to see that kind of see that unfold was was pretty awesome okay well let's uh let's kind of go into it uh you don't need i don't really feel like you need to do a night uh, an intro because i feel like you were just on the show a few weeks ago so if anyone wants to know who they are who you are they can go listen to the past uh the past episode we did together or go follow anything you know look up the tin or anything at kbf like your name's out there now so and it's been out there for a minute too but uh so once you like what was it what was it like um so like I mean like you had to travel uh what day did you get in what was it like when you first got there when did you get in the house like just just the, the, the first the first part of the, let's just call it the trip right now not even really the tournament like the, the first stage of the trip getting down there getting settled in what was that like okay so yeah I I left Friday Friday at about 11:30 um and I ended up driving down to past Miami and we did some fishing down there for a couple days and then then on a Sunday night, I drove up to Kissimmee, and then so that that's kind of when I arrived in town for the tournament, and um, you know we slept that night and then got out on the water that next morning, and then that's kind of when it when it all started, man, and it was it was some long days for sure. Going back just a little bit, like you went down uh, past Miami, is that where you went and did the uh, the peacock bass and catching some of the, the weird looking fish that you were getting a hold of down there? Yeah, yeah. So we we got out on some saltwater out there the first day, and um, that was I, I've never done anything like that before, like the mangroves. And then, you know, we we went through the mangroves from the ramp we launched at, and then it opened up to a lake, and there was like tarpon in the lake. And um, unfortunately, we didn't catch any tarpon. But um, you go through more mangroves, and then it opens out into the ocean. And then you can freaking see like Miami off in the distance, and like it, it was, it was just unbelievable. Like it, it was an awesome experience. Didn't catch a whole lot of fish. Uh, I did catch uh, in the salt. I caught a grouper, uh, Goliath grouper, which was like pretty freaking awesome. Um, you know, it was just, I guess, just a baby. I mean, them, them things get huge, but um, it, it was a smaller one. But um, but that was, you know, a, a fish I never caught before. You know, that's always exciting. So yeah, definitely. Was, so uh, you know you got you got into Kissimmee. Did, did you guys go into the house right away, or did you have to uh, camp out somewhere for? I can't remember exactly when everyone started moving into the house. Yeah, so I think we got into the house on Tuesday. So yeah, I stayed with uh, with Ken Wood, um, and you know we got a place and then stayed there for for Sunday night and Monday night, and then yeah, and then we moved into the house on Tuesday. And did you when did you actually start getting in the water? Um, well, I got on the water, uh, Monday morning. Okay. Yeah. So did you, what, what, what were your feels, you know, about that, you know, the first day being down there, you know, the weather's got to be different than what it is up here. The, uh, you know, was there a bite? What, you know, were the fish starting to get into the priest? I think it's been a long time since I've been that far south in Florida. So I can't exactly remember like what the, uh, what the pattern is. Like, are, are they, are they getting ready to pre-spawn? Are they spawning already? Like what were some of the things you saw on the first day you were there? So... 
All right, a little difficulty, but we're back. Uh, we were just talking about the uh, like what were the fish doing, and what, like what were some of the things you saw about the weather, everything that you know that first feel you got when you got on the water down in uh, Kissimmee. So you know, I paid close attention to the BASS Open that they had down there two weeks before. And, you know, some of those guys were saying they were catching them on beds. Um, it didn't seem to be like, you know, that's what everybody was doing. So, you know, a little bit of post-spawn, pre-spawn, and, and spawning action going on. So, you know, when I went down there, I, I don't do a whole lot of bed fishing myself, like sight fishing for, for them on beds. Um, so, so I was looking for something a little different. I was hoping to find them in a little bit deeper water, uh, but... I went out searching and I couldn't really find anything off, off the shore. Um, uh, but, but there, there was beds, I, I, you know, we found some beds. There really wasn't a lot of fish on them. We're seeing, seeing fry around. It was kind of just dependent on the area or, and uh, that right. you were at on a particular lake and, and what lake you were on. Um, I mean, there's, there was people out there finding them on beds, catching them on beds, but um, that you know, I, that's not really was my goal, and I didn't really, you know, focus in on that. But um, but but they they were there. Um, again, they were just in a little bit down in Florida. It just seems like they just have such a such a huge time to spawn in. Um, right. I mean, you you can find them from December to like March uh, on beds spawning there. So yeah, I feel like uh, you know, like I used to live in Panama City. Um, and, and talking to people from back home, it's just like, like, you know, we're up here, at least especially in New York, we have that, like, that, that, that whatever, like, um, like late May, June, that's, that's my spawn time. That's it, really. They get that one time to really get out there and start doing their thing. Where I think in Florida, like, it could be, like, three months long. They might even have a second spawn, uh, if I'm not mistaken, because just, I guess because of the, the weather down there, it, they have so much more like freedom to do things compared to like up here where like, you know, it's cold. It's, you know, it, it, then it gets hot real quick. It's just, you know, different, I guess it's different, just different weather patterns, but that's what I remember about Florida. Yeah. I mean, when we got there, the water was in the sixties and I mean, it got up to, to the seventies in some places and, you know, I'm sure it'd been like that for, for a while. And so I think really probably the majority of the fish, just like anywhere else, you know, it's once it gets cold, and once it starts warming up and hits that certain temperature, that's when they they go to to do their thing. And um, you know, it, it 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 takes like a pretty good cold front down there throughout you know this time of year to to kind of trigger trigger that to get a lot of those fish on beds. If that doesn't happen, I just feel like it's going to be real real sparse. And you know, some of them are coming up. It, it, it's just going to be waves coming in. So, now, did you feel uh, you feel pretty? I mean, this is only day one, and you're just feeling it out. Were you feeling pretty comfortable about finding fish, or you know, or, or at least whatever? I don't, I mean, as far as what your goals were, I'm not exactly sure what your goals were that day, but did, were you getting a good feel about it? Yeah, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I I think let's see, I uh trying to remember what day that, day, that first day of pre-fishing was so i know i go out and i was i found a spot offshore that i thought looked okay um i wasn't really marking fish but but what i was fishing seemed like seemed like it should hold fish at least at some point and so i, I was fishing it and i ended up throwing a crankbait i caught one right off the bat it was small 
um, but never could reproduce that. Never caught another one there. So um, I moved on. Um, I caught a few more fish that day, but I, I didn't even get five fish that day, and they were all pretty small. Um, so yeah, it was it was pretty tough. But kind of my goal going into it, I I just thought covering water was going to be key. And so I was just trying to move as much as possible, find, like, hit a bunch of spots and just try to find where those fish are going to be. I I figured they'd be kind of loaded in certain areas. And if you, you know, if you could find that, that area, you'd be able to catch them. Uh, Did did you, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I found some areas that had fish, but they just, you know, there was just not a lot of size to, to what I, what I had found. Just not getting that feeling that you wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how um, – because I don't know what the, – the, the actual Templitational didn't start till Wednesday, I believe, or was it Thursday? Yeah, Wednesday. it was Wednesday and Thursday were the All days right, for so the Templitational. I imagine you went out again Tuesday, um, and then you went straight into another tournament mode, right? You went straight – like you went like probably went out pre-fish Tuesday and then, you know, game on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, that's – that's exactly what it was, man. It, you know, I, and again, Tuesday, I didn't really find a whole lot, you know, I was catching some here and there, no size to them. Um, you know, I was getting word from other anglers on certain lakes and stuff that, that they were catching them on pretty decently and some, a lot better size, but I just, I just focused on what, what my plan was and, um, you know, what what I that's what I like to do best is I, I try not to try not to chase other people's bites and and just do do what I know how to do and go out there and find fish. What are your thoughts like? I mean, you, you pretty much you did two, you know, big tournaments like back to back, and I guess like not necessarily like obviously the, the, there was more on the line for the ten, but it's uh it's still it's it's two day it's two two day tournaments. Uh, that's a lot of fishing. Uh, how did you approach the actual temptation? Were you just, were you still kind of using it as a pre-fish or were you like really wanting to like to, to place well, or were you just you know, like, like, what was like, like what was your feeling going into the, uh, the temptational part of it? I know not everyone did it, but a lot, a lot of you guys that were the 10 did go out there and do it. Yeah. So that was a tough decision. I mean, I, yeah, some of the guys didn't do it. They, they used that time solely to, to, for pre-fishing and you know with the fish in the tent the tempitational we had to be off the water at a certain time you know we had to be off the water at what uh i guess lines out were at 2 30 and and you know we we were done after that um those guys that didn't enter uh they could stay out till till dark or past dark or whenever you know they didn't they didn't have a time they had to be off the water so so they got three four more hours of pre-fishing in um, but yeah, I was kind of trying to use it as best as I could as pre-fishing. I I didn't do as well of a job as I should have because you know you're you're competing too. So right. So yeah, I think if I would have if I could take it back, I probably wouldn't have entered it. Um, but you know that's that, that was the choice I made. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't go back. But I, mean, I was really curious about that because a lot of guys did. I'm just like, I mean. It just didn't seem like, you know, like, because, like, your focus is on the $10,000, and I know, like, some people were thinking, like, you're trying to keep another person from coming to the house, but, you know, who really cares about that one extra person? Like, you really just want to go and try to win that $10,000, um, and I was just curious if that was, like, it looked like, in hindsight, 
if that was something that everybody was like, you know, really, you know, really happy that they did that. I know Derek Brundle did a really good job in the Timotational, but I was just curious, like, for one, like, not only that, what I just said, but also, that's, like, I mean, I know everyone, I know all you guys love fishing, but at some point, like, you get burnt out, you get tired, um, you know, and, and who knows how it's going to affect you on, on the two days that really count. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely, definitely the case, and, and also, kind of in, in my case is I only had a couple spots where I was confident going and catching fish and I fished those harder than I should have during the Tinvitational and I mean I didn't put up hardly any numbers on the Tinvitational at all but partly because I was missing a ton of fish one day but um but you know, going into the 10, I, w- I ended up fishing those same spots. And if I would have wore them out during the Timbitational, then I would have had nothing to go back to for, for the 10. Um, I would have had to find all new water. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be pretty, uh, it, it's got to be pretty scary. Like, like, like thinking about that, like you could have blown your wad, you know, during the, uh, t- you know, the Timbitational and, and not have anything to really fall back on uh, because you were in tournament mode the whole time. Uh, during those two days prior to the uh, the big event, you know, I mean, but I mean, then again, like you're a competitor at heart. So what were you going to do? In, like, I mean, like you probably, you know, that's, that's just, that's just who Casey Reed is, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of learned a while back that if there's a tournament going on or if there's a side pot going on that, uh, and you're there fishing, you better throw your money into it because, you know, especially like those big bass pots, you know, the one day you don't enter the big bass is the day you go out there and catch a freaking 24-incher or something, you know? <laughs> right. So, like, so that was also the thoughts behind it is I didn't want to, even though I wasn't on a whole lot, I didn't want to go out there and then have, have the best day of my life and then not not have anything to show for it because I was just pre-fishing. Right, so, right. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, the mentality going into it, I should have used it. I, I should have searched more and, and it didn't focus so much on the competition and just searched. And if I found fish and I caught fish that day, great. If not, right. just, just, it is what it is. Right. But, you know, I hate, I hate having a, a zero or, or not, not a limit on the leaderboard. So like that really got into my head and I was like, Oh, I just need to get five. And then, then you sit on this little spot that I had for, for four hours and, and just to try to get five and, yeah, uh, I mean it is what it is. So what was the? Because uh, like, at that time you're you're living in the house. Like, dude, the ha- like tell me about the house. The house looked like something like you would see in Hollywood. Um, you know, it, it looked like it was big. It had game rooms, theater seats. Uh, what was your thoughts when you first got into the house? Oh, I I knew it was gonna be nice going into it. I mean, Chad had been talking it up. Um, I had no idea it was gonna be that nice. I figured we'd be sharing you know probably sharing a room and definitely sharing bathrooms which you know which is all fine you know we do that a lot but to walk in we everybody has their own bedroom and their own bathroom attached to the bedroom um you know so if, if you need to get away you can get away get to sleep and not really have to worry about everybody else and then, you know, we just, there's a huge area for everybody to hang out, plenty of room. Um, as you mentioned, uh, there was a, I mean, not that we used it, at least during the, the time we were there during the tournament, but like the theater, 
There's a pool table up in the game room, uh, arcade games. Uh, we had a pool in the back that was pretty big, uh, jacuzzi. I mean, it, it, it was really, really living nice for, for that week, for sure. <laughs> now, what, how'd you feel about, um, you know, when, when you got there and you started seeing all the other competitors? I really don't think it would have been that, that sh- like, you know, I know everyone's like, oh, it's going to be, everyone's going to be competitive. There's always that, you know, that pressure of being in the house. But like, you know, when I look at all the guys who are there, most of you guys have been around each other, uh, you know, at tournaments before anyways. I just didn't think it was, I thought it was going to be more like a bunch of bros getting together and staying in a place for a few days, you're just doing a fishing tournament. It didn't really seem like there would be like any bad vibes or, you know, but then again, I don't know what, I don't know those guys heads, you know, when they get into an event like that and like, you know, like when the, you know, when they really start thinking about the, uh, you know, what's on the line, uh, you know, what was your, like, you just, what was the vibe like with everyone? how do you feel about, you know? I mean, so there, there was really a lot of, like, we, we would get back, we would talk, man. You know, people would tell us where they're fishing, where they're catching fish. You know, when when you're at that level of an event, and I, t- <laughs> all right, man, it's take three. Uh, we were uh, you were just talking about being in the house, being around uh, guys, you know, that professional, you know, that far, in, and you know, you guys are just talking, even telling each other where you guys were fishing at, and we were just talking, you know, pretty much talking about what the vibes were between each uh, angler. Yeah, so like I said, man, people were talking about where they're fishing. I mean, for the most part, you know, I, I don't think most of them were lying. I, I think it was, I think everybody was pretty open. Um, you know, when you're when you're at that level of event, um, I to to have somebody follow you around basically just because you told them where you were. I just that that would not be a good look. So right. so I don't think I, and and for for all these guys I don't think any of them would have done it. Um so so I mean it, it was pretty cool just being able to talk to everybody pretty openly and uh, you know about what was going on with their day just just kind of like we would, you know, with with any of our friends. Yeah. Um So uh, come day 1, uh you know, you guys have been in the house for a few days already. They're feeding you. Um you know, you're pre, you know, you're doing all the, you know, the other tournament. Some people are pre-fishing. Um, you're going into day one. Like, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, were you, were you feeling confident? Were you, were you a little worried? Was it, what was, what was your mood going into day one of that event? So uh, I was, I mean, I was confident for, for myself. I wasn't necessarily confident I was going to win the event going into day one. Uh, but um, I knew, I knew the fishing should have gotten better. Uh, that the first night of the tournament, um, there the 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 low was a lot warmer than it had been, so I knew that water temperature starting off in the morning was already going to be be fairly warmer than it had been every other morning. Um, you know, we we most people were seeing a a good afternoon bite once the sun got up and the the temperature started heating up a bit. So, so I figured that morning would be pretty decent, and I figured, you know, we'd have have a good shot at a, a good morning bite, and you know, that's kind of exactly what happened. I went out there, I, I hadn't caught a limit the past two days, so I, I was pretty confident I'd at least be able to catch a limit with with those w- warmer waters for for the more more of the day, and um, you know, that's exactly what happened. You know, we went out there. And I, I caught probably 15 fish that day. Uh, and, 
you know, ended up sticking a big one, which like really, really helped me out for, for that day one. So, so I'm guessing, cause you were placed, I want to say like seven or eight prior to that, you know, I was following as best I could, uh, you know, you're obviously catching, you had a limit, uh, but they were, they just weren't, they weren't the number, they weren't the big fish that you were looking for. And you know, some of the other guys were, uh, yeah. you know, were getting to some big ones. How, talk to me about getting that big fish because we misunderstood each other on uh, when we were talking on Instagram, uh, but uh, you know we got word that you got a big fish. Uh, you know Scott was like he was flying his drone. He was like I just heard Casey Reed pulled a big one out of the water. Um, what? So like, were you frustrated at all? And then all of a sudden you know you, you throw a hell mary out there and, and, and you pull out you know a shark whatever. Like what was the uh, what, what was the, what was that? You know, explain the whole big fish that you got. Uh, yeah. So no, I wasn't frustrated, man. Like. I, you know, I try not to get frustrated. It happens. Um, I mean, going into that event, man, I already had a thousand dollars in my pocket. Um, yeah, ten thousand would be nice. Five thousand, four thousand, three thousand, two thousand. You know, any of that would have been nicer. But, but I was, I was happy going into the event, man. And um, just, just to be able to put together a limit already, and not, you know, when, when I hadn't been before. I was pretty stoked, you know, if, if I didn't have a limit, there was no chance I was going to get any more money. And, you know, I didn't know what everybody else was going to do for, for day one or day two. So, you know, just having that limit was, was golden. Right. And, um, I actually got my limit right before the, it was actually the buck bass that was, that was with that, that female that I had caught. Um, so yeah, I, I flipped over into the hole and, you know, I, I didn't see the bed there, but obviously there there had to have been one. And um, I get a bite, I set the hook, and I just see this big bat come out of the water. And my my lure comes out, and I'm like, crap. And instantly I thought it was a bowfin, because I had just caught a bowfin, like, not too long before that. And just, you know, I, I throw back in there. And get another bite immediately and pull out about a 15-incher. And I'm like, uh, you know, honestly, I was like, I was a little confused because um, the fish I had saw, like, in my mind, it looked a lot bigger. Like, just, I didn't see the whole fish. I seen the back come out of the water in a swirl, and it just didn't kind of seem right. It wasn't adding up, but... um. I didn't know. I was like, okay, well maybe, maybe that was the fish that, that I just hooked and saw. And, and it was a lot smaller than I thought it was, but anyways, you know, that, that was my fifth fish, uh, that 15 incher. And then, so I'll put it back in the water and throw back over there into the same spot. And she hits again immediately. And it, you know, it was on and I wasn't in really thick, heavy grass and stuff, but, but we were definitely in some, some slop and she ran to one side of the boat, ran back to the other. And then I had my net right there and, you know, immediately got her into the net. And I just, I kind of just yet, uh, let out a yell and, um, <laughs> And uh, I, I immediately called Scott because they were supposed to be uh, filming me that day. And so I didn't know if they were on the way, if they were coming. So I called Scott. I was like, hey, man, where are you at? You know, if, if y'all got a camera here, like this needs to be on film. <laughs> and um, 
and unfortunately they weren't there. But um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it it was it was really exciting. That was my, I've I've caught one fish bigger than that before in my life. Um, but you know that was definitely the biggest fish I've ever caught in a tournament for sure. Like no shit. When you think about like, I mean, it's always great to catch a fish at a tournament and to catch a big fish at a tournament. It, 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 it's hard to explain that, that kind of feeling. And we've all, you know, a lot of us, you know, we've all done it like once or twice. And about my big, I just mean like a decent sized fish that, that changes your score dramatically. And that could be anything from like an 18 to a 20 inch fish. But this fish that you caught, like, I mean, that's, that's most people's PB, you know, that's a, that was a huge fish. And then to be able to do that and to pull something off, it's such a tournament that you work so hard to get to. And there's just, it's, 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 it's the biggest tournament in KBF as far as I'm concerned. Um, that had to be like, a, like, you know, like one of those, like, uh, you know, like, holy shit, you know, like just one of those, oh shit moments in, in, in your fishing career. Yeah. I mean, it felt really good. Like, you know, I wasn't putting up the the numbers that that I was liking so I mean to be able to put up one big fish like that like I was I was completely stoked on that man like like you said anybody would be happy to catch that fish at any time and much less in the tournament of this caliber to be able to put that and I mean it 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 upgraded me like nine inches like right. almost 10 inches at the time probably so what was the uh, what was the final? How big was it at the end? I can't remember. It was like twenty four or something. It was twenty three and three quarters. Right, that's right. Come on, no, not now. You there? <laughs> you there? Yeah, hey, ah, I'm here. We, we survived. Good. So yeah, 20, 23 and three quarter. That's 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 a good feeling right there. Um, and that was pretty much your last fish of the day. You guys, that, and that's when you started heading back and getting ready for uh, to go back and get ready for day two, right? Um, well, yeah, I caught a couple more actually that that upgraded me a little bit more because I had two small ones on the board at that point too. But but yeah, I mean, I, I had two more. You know, again, like 14, 14 somethings, I think. But um, but yeah, I was pretty close to the end of the day, and then then yeah, then we went back, and um, you know that that fish basically got me in fifth place uh, for the day, and you know kept kept me in contention for some more money, you know. Yeah. Now uh, we got back that night. You know, people, you got to be exhausted. Everyone's tired. I know you, Brundle, and a whole bunch of guys did. You guys have been fishing tournaments for three days. You got them pre fishing for four or five days. Some of you guys are driving all the way from the northeast. Uh, some someone's driving all the way from Maine to get down there. I mean, it's people got to be exhausted and tired, and you still got one more day to go. What was the feeling like? Uh, you know that fi- you know the final night right before day two. What what, what was the feeling in the house like? Because I mean, some guys, and God bless their hearts, you know, it just it wasn't that great of a day for them. And, and looking into day two, just I don't even know if, if they even had any hope. I can't remember how bad some of the deficits were. Uh, you know, it happens. It's it's, it's a tournament. But uh, what, what was everyone feeling like uh, getting ready that night, getting ready for day two? Was there was it a good dinner? Was everyone you know you know in good spirits? You know, what was what was it like? Yeah, man. Everybody was in good spirits the whole time, man. Good. Like like I said, it it was more the experience. I mean, again, everybody wants to win that money. But but everybody was content going out of there, you know, with just the thousand dollars that we had. Um, 
Uh, I, I don't remember it too specifically. I was beat at that point. Right. Um, I know I was trying to get to bed as soon as I could. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, literally the whole time there, there was no complaints. Uh, people that didn't catch fish had high hopes still going into the next day. Um, so it, it, again, it was just an experience like anything else. Like, like most of the time you get frustrated and, but, but everybody was happy already. I feel like, man, like just being there, honestly. Well, good, man. Well, we'll go into like briefly day two, because I know day two wasn't your best day. Uh, but if you just want to go over briefly, like kind of just how it went for you, like how are you feeling? Were you were you going to day two pretty confident, or were you still just kind of like like you've already had? Um, well, I, I guess you you had a really good day one, but not just because that big fish. You were catching fish all day. What were your uh, feelings and thoughts going into day two? So day two, I knew it was going to be a grind again. I was really worried about the weather. Uh, we it, it was supposed to rain and kind of be overcast for most of the day. Um, the sun had really seemed to help my bite out a lot. Uh, so I, I was worried about that, but I just kept it in my mind that, that the water is still going to be warm. The temperature is still going to be warm. So I, I was just really hoping they'd still be biting um again i knew i needed a kicker fish like like the one i had the day before or or you know even two to really you know get up there into first or second place but um but that 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 was kind of just my goal go get a limit and hope for for another kicker fish you know right and um unfortunately the fish got even smaller you know, I had a limit, I think a 12 incher, a couple 13s you know, and a 14 or something like that. And just couldn't find that kicker fish. Uh, just didn't even get my fifth fish until 2.30 when I finally got out of the wind. The wind had picked up in the afternoon and, you know, I'm throwing a, a weightless trick worm and that and the wind don't really, don't really go too good together. So, so I found a spot out of the wind and went back in there didn't really have much confidence in it, but at that point I was just, right. just re- honestly trying to get out of the wind and um, went back there and I, I caught four or five fish I think within the last like 45 minutes um, that that was able to scratch out a limit and and keep me in seventh place. Now were you uh, were you following it at all at that point like the the, the uh, standings and stuff? Were you watching the battle going on with the top three guys like? Uh... You know, with Snyder and Bunt, you know, Brundle and and Kim Wood, like they were, it was it was a pretty good like battle going on at you know closer to the end right there. Were you able to follow it at all? I don't think I really paid much attention right there closer to the end, but I did see that um that Ross had smashed him pretty early yeah. on that day. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, he I think when I looked, he had over 90 inches again, and um he had an amazing day like. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he definitely did, man. And then, yeah, we got back to the house and I was like, and he goes, he comes in smiling. I was like, how'd you do today? He was like, <laughs> he had this look at, he said, he said, I think I got over a hundred inches or he said, no, he said, I upgraded more, you know, after the leaderboard went off. And oh, he man. said, he said, I think I got over a hundred inches, like just like that. And I was like, wow, man. Wow. That's freaking awesome. Well, let me, like, did, uh, did, did Florida change the way you – because I, I know, like, you're an offshore guy. We, we've talked about it before, and I, I know you love the shaky head. 
did, did, it, did the tournament at all change the way that you like to fish? Did it make you have to go in and, and use like different techniques and like kind of, you know, get outside your comfort box at all? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I, I don't, I'm not confident fishing grass. That's what I was um, wondering. Cause you, you don't, like, you've said that before on this podcast that you're not really like you've done it, but it's not like your go-to. That's not where you want to be. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done it a whole lot. I don't have a lot of grass lakes around here. Um, so, so it's just something that I've, you know, I've only done in the past couple years traveling and fishing these tournaments. So I'm slowly like learning, trying to pick up techniques and, and figure out how these guys are out there catching them, catching them in that grass. Just, I mean, there was a chatterbait bite going on, like something else, and I, I didn't catch the first bass on a chatterbait that, that, that whole week. Uh, I caught pickerel, but but yeah. couldn't couldn't get a bass to bite. So so I'm gonna have to get uh, Ken Wood to take me out one time and just let me see what he's doing, because I know during the Timitational he was catching them on a chatterbait. And he kept saying, I'm throwing it in the thickest of slop I can find. And I'm like, how, how are you even doing that? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. So I need to go out with somebody and actually see what they're doing to really pick up on it and, and kind of what, learn what they're doing. But, yeah, I mean, I, I tied on a just, a, a like I said, a weightless trick worm. And it, it was close to a shaky head, but, you know, it wouldn't really get hung up in that grass. And I, I started catching them. But. But obviously they just – I wasn't on the fish I needed to be on. But um, yeah. but that's how it goes. Yeah. So, I mean, you learned a lot, obviously. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll wrap this uh, – the tournament thing up, and then we'll talk just a little about some other things coming up for you. But, uh, like, what is your takeaway? Like, what was the whole experience like? I mean, it seems like you guys got taken good – like, I mean, like, like, I hope one day I can go there just so I can experience it. Because what KBF did for you guys with the, you know, the stuff that you guys received when you came in after a hard day of fishing, you had all this gear waiting for you. You were fed. You're with some of the best anglers in the country, and you all seem to be getting along really good. Like, what was it like? This whole experience from you, like, what was it like? Like, how would you sum it up? I mean, man, just just to be able to hang out with those guys. I mean, any of the guys really, but but you know, the top guys in KBF um, for for the few days. Even though we didn't get to like we didn't get a ton of chill time. You know, we were all fishing and driving and. But but the time that we did get together was just was just awesome and and you know the information that that we shared and you know the the bonds that we formed like it it was really great and then to be treated like basically like kings from from KBF and their whole crew um, you know we got they they showered us with gear like I'm sure you saw the pictures of the guys were taking we we walked into our rooms like I guess it was the the first day of the tournament or the day before the tournament or something. And I mean, we, our whole beds were just covered in Yeti coolers, uh, DZ gear, yak attack stuff, uh, NRS gear, uh, Columbia jackets and shirts. And I mean, tons of other stuff. And it, it, it was just awesome to see that, to, to have that and to be, be treated like that, uh, after, after you know putting your heart and soul into a year and um just having having that be the kind of even though it's a new year having that be kind of the finale for the year right was you know i i wouldn't trade it for anything else well when you look at it like yeah you got 
you know a thousand dollar check just to go down there but you got way more than a thousand dollars when you put it all together when you put together the food the living like the, the living expenses of everything that, go, that went on down there the all the gear you have like it's it's it's, it's like we, it's, 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 who knows how much you really you know made down there when you think about everything that was put into it um you know when you think about all the expenses that you spent on going to uh your tournaments throughout the year like i mean this is this is a big thing and they and they took well good care of you and it's i mean it, i don't know it just it looked like it was it was, it was what it, it was worth it like it looked like it was something that i would love to have been part of because they didn't hold anything back like you guys were spoiled to, and, and you guys were you're treated like kings and you guys got the fish and have the time of your lives that's what it looked like to me yeah i mean that's exactly what it was and and the other thing that i don't know if everybody kind of saw this but i mean they're they're shooting a, a tv show so right. like we're all gonna be on on the TV show uh, on on Chad's show. Um, I'm not sure when that's coming out. It's it's gonna be a while, but but yeah, we'll we'll have a, I think a full hour of of this tournament coverage and you know the, them talking to us throughout throughout after the uh, each day and you know time on the water like like they they were following us around. So it I mean to have that FaceTime on on TV is is priceless as well, you know, for, right. for our sponsors and just for us, for, for uh, the angler recognition, you know, people are going to see us on TV and, and, you know, hopefully they're going to become fans of each and every one of us and, right. and follow us and, and tell their friends about us. And, you know, that's just gonna, it, it's just helping, you know, make this sport that much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy for every single one of you guys. Um, so, you know, that's over. You know, the tens behind you. It's been, it's, you know, you finally got home. You're rested. Um, you know, what's what's coming up? You know, what's the what's the next tournament? What's what's the season looking like for you now that you got? Let's, let's just say officially last season's over with now. I mean, I know the national championship's coming up, but, you know, the big the big event for you, I would say, was the 10. Like, what, what's next? Yeah, so the next is the just the KBF trail. Uh, we got Santee Cooper coming up at the end of this month. So I got a few weeks to kind of rest and get my gear organized and and you know buy some more tackle from Fish USA to to head down to Santee and hopefully hopefully finish good there again this year. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm actually going to that one. It's it's gonna be a long drive. It's, I think it's a 12 hour drive for me, but uh, I'm really okay. excited. I'm really excited about getting into that because if I don't do that one, my next tournament's not till um like mid late april so it's yeah, yeah I, I gotta get on the water so i'm looking forward to actually getting to meet you in person um is there anything else like are you doing the uh, the, the uh, national championship this year yeah so i'll be at the national championship as well um i think we got i think logan martin will be before that the the That's bass right. event um so so those are kind of the next two things i i mean i guess the i guess logan martin's the the week right after santee cooper i think um well, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, you're starting to do these tournaments, and, and do, this year you've proven that you're one of the, the top ten anglers, you know, whatever, you're top angler in the country, because I know there's other organizations. So we'll just say you're one of the top anglers in the country. Are you feeling, like, the love from, like, different sponsors? You know, like, is are, are they, you know, because we're talking about, like, you know, getting to, you know, turn, you know making this thing, a, you know, perfect, you know, turning into pros and stuff. Are, are they helping covering some of your expenses? Is it taking some of the financial load off you? Uh, maybe helping, you know, because I mean now now you're going to some of these events and they're not cheap, you know, uh, you know, hundred dollars, two hundred thirty-five dollars. I'm not sure how expensive the uh, the Bass Nation ones are, um, but are you starting to feel like some of the uh, the financial burden getting lifted off your shoulders a little bit? 
Yeah, definitely, definitely a little bit for sure. Um, you know, Old Town's always been been great to me. Um, you know, Fish USA, they're they're a big help as well. Um, so I mean, all, all the sponsors help in some sort of way. But but yeah, having having a little, uh, you know, a couple of them help pay uh, some of these entry fees and stuff, and some of the travel expenses to some of the events really really helps out and and makes the season go go a lot smoother for sure all right well cool man like i'm excited for 2020 uh for everyone i think 2020 for the uh, you know the kayak fishing community is gonna be a big year a lot of big events uh you know it's a lot of big changes you know kbf is always improving and, and you see it um and I, i'm super stoked for everyone and uh, i can't wait to actually meet you in person but is there anyone you know like we have already you've already done the show before so like you know, just take this time, you know, the, the event, your spot, everything's going on. Like, go ahead, plug who you want to plug, thank who you want to thank, and we know we'll wrap this show up, bro. Yeah, again, I just want to thank everybody that's following me on Facebook. Um, I got told by uh, Drew Gregory down, down in Florida. He said that he, he wasn't 100% sure, but he told me he thinks that I'm the, the second highest angler picked to be on their team for the, for the fantasy kayak fishing. So, I mean, out of all those guys to be the second, second highest picked out of everybody, I mean, really feels awesome. So, I mean, really everybody that's on my Facebook account, everybody on Instagram, that's cheering me on all the time. Uh, everybody here in Virginia from Virginia kayak bass challenge. Um, you know, my family, uh, even the guys at work, at, you know, kind of everybody, and you know, of course, the sponsors, uh, Fish USA, um, Old Town, Dakota Lithium, um, RS Nets, like, you know, I couldn't do it without without each and every one of those people. So awesome, man! Well, I appreciate you taking the time. I know I know it's been a big week for you. I know you're tired, and I know you got some things going on. But I just want to thank you for coming on the show again and just recapping this amazing event that you know, I'm super. Super happy for you and everyone that was part of it, and you know, I'm glad I was able to talk to someone who was actually there and could, uh, you know, give me give me some information about, you know, what it was like to be at that, an event that, you know, event at that level. Yeah, man, I appreciate the opportunity to to have me come on and and tell the story about it, cause yeah, it was amazing, and everybody needs to know kind of how it went, cause like if you're fishing KBF and that's not your goal, something's wrong, cause like that's that's the top tier event that you can go to. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, like next year, it, it may not be next year, but in the next two years, the, those, the, the money that, that was won at that event is going up and it's nice. going to go up by quite a bit. And the, the plan is to keep it going up until it, you know, it's at 50, 50, $60,000 for, for winning. And everybody's taking home $10,000. That's, that's, that's what, you know that's chad's goal is you know the 10 was the winner take 10,000 now it's going to be everybody at least gets 10,000 and yeah it, when it gets there then you know we it's we made, made it. it you know we've made <laughs> it pretty much you know so so that that's going to be i'm really looking forward to kind of seeing it continue to grow but i mean even if it just stays like it is now i couldn't ask for anything more that's awesome, man. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming, and you know, I'll see you down in South Carolina, and uh, you know, we'll stay in touch. Yeah, sounds good, man. Thanks again for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. All right, take care.